Hey, welcome to Swan Flies Telling Lies. We are on location at the New York Cafe with Grant Echohawk today. Hello, everybody. Grant is running for city council this year, so uh, he reached out and just wanted to get some points out. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm all ears, man. <laughs> all right, thanks. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, before we get started, I wanted to um, uh, thank you know, everybody that's that's been supporting my campaign, it has meant the world to me. And I wanted to also, uh, you know, say hello to everybody in Metlakala, my family over there, uh, and uh, especially shout out to my mom, who, who uh, the, the path to this candidacy wouldn't have been possible without without my mom guiding me, making sure I'm on the right path, and and uh, keeping keeping the family focused on important things. So, uh, shout out to my mom there. So. <clears throat> Uh, ultimately, what I wanted, to, what I wanted to talk about, is why I'm running for office. Uh, the the primary reasons are is that I I believe in in finding solutions, taking complicated issues, finding solutions by talking to people, by cooperating, by collaborating, and. And I think where where a lot of I think where a lot of frustration comes in the political arena is a lot of folks have really great ideas or philosophical uh, philosophical beliefs, but that doesn't always translate to actually getting the things done that need to get done. Um, and so that's that's where I'm coming from as as a candidate is is I have lots of experience in a lot of different business ventures that that. For me to be successful, I had to produce results. I had to get the job done. I had to overcome obstacles. I had to find common ground. And I think that that, that, that mentality is going to be especially vital in the, in, within the next year at least. Um, we're, you know, I, if, if you've been paying attention to any of the forums that have happened here in the, in the, in the city regarding the city council forum, or the borough forum and the school district forum, there are two things that that came up consistently in all three. Uh, the first and foremost is the economy. What are we going to do to ensure that as as this economic uncertainty that's happening all over the world again, we, we can't we, we have to we have to acknowledge the fact that this is a global situation. It is a, a uh, it is a situation impacting our country, it is a, a situation impacting our state, and it is something that's impacting our, our community, that, that we have to be prepared for worst case scenario. Okay? Everything that, we have, that we've experienced to date has been um, unknown, it has been us re reacting to to these unknowns, um, so we're going to have to switch gears really quick and, and start taking proactive measures to ensure that, in in a worst case scenario, that our community is 
is positioned well enough to where we have the stability we need in case things continue to be uncertain or unstable. So I want to talk about that a little bit, then I'll talk about the other issue that's, that consistently has come up in the, in the community. When it comes to stabilizing an economy or making any kind of, any kind of big drastic change which is, is really what, what we may be facing is, is that a lot of people feel that change needs to be drastic and dynamic and we, we need to completely revamp everything. And that's not always the case. Um, uh, uh, as I mentioned, I've been in business for a very long time. I've had a lot of people work for me. I've had huge, huge teams to smaller localized teams, but, but one thing that I've noticed is, is my, my most effective teams, the, the folks that I can count on the most, you know, we, we would move mountains. We had massive, um, you know, or, or really, really aggressive goals. We had really aggressive targets. We had things we had to accomplish. You know, we had to move mountains. And one thing that I've learned is that you can't move a mountain with dynamite. You know, it takes everybody working together. Somebody grabs a pebble from the side of the mountain, moves it over to someplace else, drops it off, and and it, it sounds mundane. And that's that's how change happens. It happens with these mundane little things that we can all do to create a stable economic society, which right now our society is limited. You know, what we're focusing on is is our is our local community but we also have to keep an eye on what's happening in our surrounding communities because our our economies are so interconnected so one of the one of the principles that that we really have to make sure that we pay attention to is a principle called the local multiplier effect and what that is 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 an economic principle that's been studied and proven that when we when we take our dollars and we make a a concerted effort to to use those dollars within our local community with local businesses for every hundred dollars that's spent seventy three dollars stay within the community well taking the same information the, within the same community that these studies were conducted in they found that if you don't make those con those those efforts to, to shop locally to spend locally that instead of seventy three dollars staying in the community $43 stays in the community. Okay, so now that doesn't sound like a whole lot of money, but when you talk about everybody in the community spending that money and everybody in the community focusing on, on local businesses and that $30 adds up. And the, the thing about when you shop locally as well is that the money gets multiplied upon itself. So if I spend money at a local business, that local business then often has distributors and employees, or well obviously employees, but distributors and other businesses that they do business with. So if I give them $100, they use that $100 and then they go to another business or, or a distributor or they use it for payroll. Well that $100 then goes back out to these other entities or individuals within the community. They get that $100 they then do the same thing. They turn around and they, they re-spend it. Now, all of this, all of the stops in this life cycle of that hundred dollars 
creates economic stability. And not only that, it creates more revenue for for the city. You know, every time that hundred dollars moves around, you know, there we were able to collect the taxes on that hundred dollars to to stabilize city stabilize city city support programs and and this as well ties into the other issue that that's consistently come up but stabilize uh, support programs uh, make sure that we have what we need for from our in infrastructure needs so that all that all gets taken care of now when we say shop locally and this is where I'm going to talk about those little changes that are made you know for example me um, I, I canceled my my Netflix account. I canceled my Hulu account. I canceled my Amazon Prime account. You know that equates to you know forty to fifty dollars a month, and not a huge amount of money. Okay, but that's forty to fifty more dollars that is that was going outside of the community that was helping you know the economy of these corporations and was not being spent in the community. Okay. Again, it doesn't take huge changes. Just like at home, if, if you if you're struggling to to make um, to make you know to to make pay your mortgage or pay your bills, you don't just sell the house. You don't make drastic changes. You take a look at what where you can make those small changes, and and you then you know use those small changes to stabilize your household. The same thing with with any economy. Now. We take that forty to fifty dollars that I'm, I'm that I was sending out of the out of the local economy. I now have that every month. Now imagine a hundred people do that here in town. You know, a hundred people take a look at okay, do do I really need to spend this money that's going out of the community? Can I can I hold on to that money and instead use it in the community? Now, and, and I appreciate that some people simply can't, I, I, that there are certain circumstances that, that prevent somebody from, from being able to, let's say, turn off their video streaming account. I mean, I know there's a couple, couple folks that I know that are the, 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 the community aunties and uncles, and, and, you know, they always have a, a bunch of kids, and they have their, their kids, and, yeah. On that, I, I, I share mine with my... Uh sisters Ahulani and Jesse yeah. and my daughter Maya too are in college. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so it's, that's why I keep them on. Yeah, absolutely. It gives and, them and kind of, so, but I, I get where you're going yeah, with that. You, you know, and, and I want to stress that, yeah. that there's not a single solution for everything. So in this situation, if you can, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the position where I could. I did have a couple people sharing my accounts and I was yeah. like, okay, you know, I really want to cut back on this. Can you survive without this? And, and my people are like, yeah, we can survive. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. but I understand that that's not the case for everybody. Yeah. Um, but for those of us that are, you know, we, we, we talk about supporting our local businesses. Well, what can we do with that money? Let's say let's say I save $50 a month. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, that doesn't necessarily mean that my, my, my cost of doing business goes up. You know, my household is... You know, I, I'm still going to buy toothpaste and mm -hmm. cheeseburgers and mm -hmm. Cokes and whatever it is I want to buy. But now I have this extra money that I can do other things with yeah. uh, that maybe I normally wouldn't do. Like, let's say um, I haven't I haven't taken a... I've, I've only taken one tour, uh, gone to one of the, a tour company here in town and did a tour of the channel. I've only done that once since I've been here. Um, I haven't chartered a fishing boat mm -hmm. to go out into the channel and fish. I haven't, I haven't done any of that since I've been here. 
you know, so it's, it, again, this is just something to consider that, mm. that you can take this money, reallocate it throughout the community, and when you do that, that money stays in the community, or, or most of it stays in the community, and it helps stabilize a lot of other businesses. You know, if you spend money in business A, that, that keeps their employees, you know, paid, that keeps their product or service, you know, being able to be delivered to the community. But then, because you're keeping people employed, then that money then goes back out into the community as they buy products and services. Um, and and so again, it's those little things, and it's those, and it's having a basic understanding of how economics works, especially local economics. And when we say shop local, and and you know, one thing I, I heard throughout um, many of the multiple of the debates or the forums rather is talking about okay, tightening the belt and sharpening the pencil. I'm like, yeah, well, well, we need to talk about practical application of these things. And I think that's what I bring to the table is is it's it's more than just a philosophical standpoint, it's practical application. Um, and and so one of the things that if elected that I'll be looking at is how can as a as a, as an entity, a city entity, encourage not just saying shop locally, but actually encourage and and educate our community on how these dollars really help out an extra twenty dollars a month into the community well again if, if a one to two hundred people add an extra twenty dollars a month that makes a big difference uh, and and it helps stabilize our economy um, the the other thing I wanted to touch on is um, is is the other issue that that that's come up consistently that's diversity um, in every single forum that came up the issue of diversity came up and and you know, one of the things that I think is really important for to me, and one thing that you can expect from me as as a candidate and as an elected official, is I will I will listen to everybody equally. I, I don't have any preconceived notions that that one voice is more valuable than another, with the exception of if I want to learn about the tourism industry. Or you know, people that work in that industry. I need to talk to people that know that industry. Um, if I want to talk about the cannabis industry, if I want to understand that, I need to talk to people who who work in that industry, and and their opinion is valuable. So when it comes to diversity and encouraging diversity, one of the things that that you'll see from me, one as a candidate and if and if elected, is that <clears throat> is that I will make it a point to meet people where they're at, to maximize the amount of voices that, that, I, that I can hear. Uh, I realize that people are busy, um, people have jobs, people um, have to you know, raise their children, uh, people can't all have, have lots of great ideas, lots of great information, but can't always make it to a uh, to, to express those ideas and thoughts. And, and so it's going to be really important to me that I listen to all of the, all, the entire community and encourage people to run for council, encourage people to, to make their voice heard uh, and, and treat everybody as people should be treated with, with, with complete equity and, and, un, and listening to really what they have to say. Um, I spoke to one business owner um, last week 
and he was, and, and an issue came up that directly impacted his business. That was uh, that was at at, at a, a council meeting, and he was talking about, well, I, I would have loved to be there. I would have loved to put in my input, but that was that was the peak of my season, and I was out working, and so I wasn't able to put in this, give this valuable input that I think really should have been heard, and so. And that really struck me as okay. Well, we, we need to do something about that. We we need to we need to have um, at, well at least as a, as a as a as an elected official is is making the commitment to reaching out to different members of the community, reaching out to different business leaders, reaching out to different uh, industry leaders to ensure that their voice is heard. Um, the, the other issue with that is, is you know, as, as we as I talk to people and as I get to know what's going on, is it turns, you know, I might have my own opinions on an issue, but at the end of the day, you know, some things, it, it really doesn't matter what your opinion is, you know, some it, it takes it takes facts and data and vetted, verified information. I might have the opinion that that my car works great on Kool Aid. That doesn't mean I'm a, you know, that, that doesn't mean it's accurate. But, you know, and there's lots of examples like that in big important issues is that I might have my thoughts on it, I might have my opinions, but if I do not have the correct information or if I've been misinformed in some way or I, or, or it's just I, I don't have the updated information, that's a problem. And so one way to eliminate that problem is to make sure that I'm going directly to the source, make sure that I'm listening to everybody, listening to everybody's voice, listening to everybody's opinion, and encouraging diversity of thought, diversity of perspectives, and diversity of ideas. Because that's how we're going to move the community forward. So not only can we tackle these big economic issues, but we can also make sure that we don't miss out on a great idea out there simply because somebody didn't either didn't feel that their voice was going to be heard or they just didn't have the opportunity to make their voice be heard. So those are the, those are the two big things I will focus on. There's lots of other aspects of, of the city council and a lot of things that happen. There's, there's big issues like addressing our homeless issue, um, you know, making sure, you know, making sure that we have good infrastructure. Um, you know, there, there's lots of things in play. But I wanted to touch on those two points because, again, those were the two things that came up consistently in all of the forums. Uh, and, and I think that with communication, with collaboration, and with cooperation, while also understanding business, while also understanding economic, you know, practical economic um, um, applications, I think is what will make me the best candidate to represent Ketchikan and to make sure that we have the stability needed to get out of the era of COVID-19 and actually be positioned for better prosperity. Uh, so that's why I'm running, uh, or at least a couple of reasons why I'm running. And, and um, you know, the, the last point I want to make is, is if you support my candidacy, if you, if you like the, the things that I bring to the table, one, I'm going to need your vote. You know, that's really important. The uh, early voting starts uh, next Monday on the 19th, no, I'm sorry, on the 21st. 
uh, at the rec center, 8 to 5, they're there. So if you can make it in early to cast your vote, please do that. Um, and, and I will always encourage everybody to vote. Even if, even if, even if I'm not your candidate, that's fine. Go vote. You know, we, we, we have about a 25% voter turnout rate, uh, and that's just that's far too low. So please vote. Um, but early voting starts on the 21st uh, up until October 5th. Please get out and vote. Um, and and then the um, the official election is on the 6th of October. Okay, so if you can't make it into early voting, make sure that you cast your ballot on the 6th. And then the last piece I want to say is if you support my candidacy and if you believe in the values that, that you think are aligned with me, what I would love to see happen as a community, and this is something I will encourage as as an elected official, is, you know, as, as I mentioned, if you have the ability to to cancel a, a video streaming service, and again, this, I, I don't want to say that this is going to solve all of our problems, but I'm just using that as an example. That's just one example that we can all tighten the belt and move money into back into the economy. But if you're able to do that, you know, that, that gives you know that, that frees up time, you know. Uh, what, whatever you know, if you're using a, a video streaming service, uh, two hours, a couple, couple days a week, you know that frees up time. And I'd encourage you to use that time to reach out to local nonprofits, to reach out to um, any entities that serve the community, volunteer your time, donate your time, um, re you know, reach out to somebody in the community that that you think could use some help. Um, we cannot talk about our potential economic uncertainties without also talking that that we need to make practical changes to help where we can. And a lot of people out there do help. A lot of people do. And 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 I and all I'm saying is that I encourage that more. I encourage that as much as we can. Um, another conversation I had with another business this week was, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, again that economic stability. And you know, one of the questions I asked was, "Well, how are you? How are you giving back to the community since the, as a community is supporting your business?" You know, and, and I'll and I'll and I'll continue to ask that. You know, if 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 the, if the community is doing what we can to keep our businesses strong, um, I'm going to ask that, that our businesses also do what they can. And again, I'm not saying that a lot don't. All I'm saying is that that's just what I encourage. Um, so if you support my campaign, that's another area where. Whether or not I win or lose, you know, this election, that we're, we're all, if we say we're in this together, well, let's get in this together. Let, let's help each other out, donate our time, volunteer, um, and it, even if it, that means, you know, next time you go down to the beach, grab a trash bag, and if you see, see trash, pick it up. You know, all those little things. Again, we're not trying to, if we need to move a mountain, it's just one paddle at a time. And if everybody does it, you know, we have some we have some beautiful mountain ranges out there. Um, so, this is Grant Echohawk. Thank you for listening, Bruce. Hey, man, thanks for coming Thank on, you. and uh, he'll be on again, people. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, right, everybody, have a good day.